0: Welcome to number 93, your 93rd episode of the Scoot Podcast. It's get it to going, man. Let the good times roll. Yeah, I know I've taken a little bit of a break. You know, I, I dipped off around the end of 2019. You know what? I was in vacation mode. I was getting ready about the end of November, taking my vacation, get back, start the new year 2020, and I'm basically still in my vacation mode. I'm just back at work, but still in my mind on the beach with a beer in hand. So, you know we're back at it. We're kicking ass. 2020 going to be a, a big year for the Scope Podcast. A lot of guests uh, from musicians to actors to comedians, and this whole thing that we call the Atlanta entertainment scenes is a pretty badass city with a lot to offer. A lot in your own backyard. Whether it is like I said, actors, musicians, comedians, ton of entertainment, ton of talent, ton of people kicking ass, and that's what the SCOTE Podcast is all about: helping you get to know them and their personalities. Man, but it is it is a little uh, crazy. So what are, what is it? January 22nd. This month feels like it's flying by already. And I feel like 2020 is going to go by faster than even 2019. Not sure how that's possible. But you know what? Like I said, 2020 is going to be a big year. Of course, this episode, once again, is always sponsored by Scott Flaw Brewing Company. And this is 93. So we are seven episodes away from 100. And there's going to be a big, massive party throwing down at scofflaw brewing company, including a live podcast for 100 and the guests to come. I think I've already said it before. So if you listen to these episodes regularly, you already know who the 100th episode is going to be, but you better get down to scofflaw for it. Date TBD to be determined. Ah, 2020. We were supposed to have flying cars right now. all live on Mars, but well, we're still living our old boring lives. Chugging beers and making bad decisions. A really great guest for 93, Wes Jeton. Yes, it is French. I thought it was Jetton. He corrected me during the interview. And we talk about some really cool stuff, man. This guy is awesome. We started off pretty heavy talking about his road to sobriety and how it's enhanced his career. And I just enjoyed talking to the guy. He was fun. He was cool. We had some laughs. We didn't have any cries, but uh, emotionally we cried. Emotionally. But a lot of laughter, a lot of fun. Of course, the description of the episode going to be in the description. What we talk about in the interview going to be in the description. Sorry, I'm tongue-tied. So, yeah, uh, this episode was the first episode I did after my sobriety ended, and I had a couple beers. But we definitely talk about both of our sobrieties and, you know, his obviously longer than mine. His is a lifelong thing, and mine was just a trial run, but we really connected over it. All right, episode 93 of a scoped podcast featuring Wes Jeton, great up-and-coming actor here in Atlanta, starts now. So once again, step into my world. I'm Sight. Let's go. Now you're turning soon. Start yelling. Yeah. To get crazy. Curse <laughs> at me. I love it. No, I, uh, not like hangover, like hangover. Obviously I just got done with my 90 day sober challenge.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I saw, cause I pulled up just the podcast, like, it's like the topics just to kind yeah. of see what's going on. Yeah. And I saw that you have one on your 90 day sober. Challenge. Yeah. It was
0: fun. I just came in here and just bullshitted yeah. for, um, for like thirty five minutes, yeah, 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 and it was, and I, and we'll talk about uh, yeah, your yeah. sobriety too. Yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah, I, I did drink a little yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I had some wine. Yeah, but and I'm sponsored by a brewery, so yeah, of course, I, yeah. I did go to Scofflaw and have a beer. But you know what? I realized that I, I've all I've, I've always loved the taste of beer, right? Yeah, loved it. And I drank one yesterday, and while it was still good, I'm like. I much rather have a soda water or a seltzer water. <laughs> That's what I'm I, talking. I, I'm about. serious, yeah. Wes. Yeah, it was, yeah, uh, yeah. A, and then I had some wine at dinner, and we went back to the Airbnb, and had wine, and we were playing, like, you know, that game Heads Up. Yeah, uh, we were playing that, and I was like, I kind of wish I was just drinking seltzer water right now. There's, <laughs> there's such a a profound thing I found about about being sober that it just makes everything better.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It, I think well for me it definitely comes from like a place of having gone somewhere and it not working
0: a very dark place, dark place. Yeah. yeah.
1: We're like, we're like when I got sober, everything just started like going into the, the, it just all kind of fit together. And I was like, are we recording by the way? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we are. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I was like, well, yeah. I don't know if we're going or not. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like sobriety for me was because I, because I was in a dark place and we can talk totally about that. Um, but then when, when I got sober, I came back to Atlanta. I was in New York. And everything just started clicking. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I love it. But I don't think I was ever at a place where you were to, like, do a 90-day challenge no. by any
0: means. Like, and when you talk about your dark days, you're not just saying, like, going out to the bar and having a couple too many, right? No, no. <laughs> I,
1: like, I, like, woke up in the psych ward in Brooklyn, and I thought it was an alien running for presidency. Like, that was, <laughs> like, my family had come up, like, several times to, like, try to, like, hey, like, you're not
0: well. <laughs> and I would be like, who are you? Yeah, you and thought were you like, were an alien running yes, for president.
1: Yes. Yes. It's, it's like, it's, it's crazy now in retrospect, but at the time it just kind of, I had a drug induced psychosis and it, it kind of like, and I talk about it openly because as part of me, like coming back into the world, I've been like, Oh, part of my responsibility of being able to walk through that and be here alive and well and living my dream is to like, you know, talk about what happened a little yeah. bit to people and, and to be like, yeah, it was really crazy, but it got a lot better. Um,
0: what? When did you, like, what was your first few months like when you got sober, though?
1: It was rough. So I, like, I woke up in the psych ward being like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> uh, my name is Wes, and I'm an actor. Like, that's literally what happened. And then I was, it scared me because I didn't have, like, mental um, uh, facilities. Like, I just couldn't think, make make my own decisions, like. Every, every like thing meant something. And it was this psychosis and it was, it was really intense. And then, so when I came down, I was like, I want to get help, but like, I didn't necessarily want it the way that it happened. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I came back to Georgia and I spent like four and a half months without a phone, without a computer, completely like out of the world and just worked on this person. And it, it, it towards the end, it really started to shift where I was like, Oh, I get it. You know, and and it went crazy, like uh, out of everything that I've lived through in my life. That was a time when like I had virtually nothing and I had to start over in my later 20s. And I was kind of like, okay, here it goes. And I was so happy and I had, you know, like had had to start over and it just felt it felt fresh. It was really it was a really good time. So, yeah, Yeah.
0: you graduated from Tisch, didn't you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I went to NYU, um, graduated in like 2011, I think. Yeah. NYU, that's a tough school. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's an expensive school. That's yeah. for sure. I
0: love New York though. Yeah, oh, yeah I do. Yeah,
1: I lived, I grew up here actually in mm-hmm. Atlanta and um, and Cumming, Georgia, if you know it. And uh, it an I could never live in Cumming just because I would laugh name. every time. It's really an unfortunate name, and like I always I, the question is like why like after everyone started talking about that name, why didn't they change it? You know oh. what I mean? Like, why is it still named? I then? think
0: so. I think the guy who created the town was like, I'm just gonna fuck with everyone forever and make them say it every time. <laughs> I think so. I think that
1: I think that they were like, no, this is good. It uh, it helps us uh, survive economically <laughs> people <laughs> want to come
0: visit. I know a lot of people that'll say Cummings. Yes. To not make it sound so. Walmart's like, at Cummings. Yeah. yeah. I'm from Cummings. You know, yeah. Cummings. Yeah. And yeah. No one wants to say Cummings. <laughs> That's really funny. So yeah. I and for me. Like, yeah, like a lot of people, I've overdone it before with beer. You know, you go out on a bar on a Saturday night and you have a few too many. Sure, you're, sure. You're yeah, and that
1: all happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, and,
0: yeah. And so when I did the 90 days sucks the first week like I, I was constantly tired yeah and because my body was adjusting sugar cravings were out the roof sure. I was I was downing like two boxes of cocoa puffs yeah. a weekend yeah and but uh, the mental clarity you get after a while from it and the way it opens up your brain and yeah it's
1: yeah it's, it's crazy I, I think back I'm like how did I how did I live in New York do all the things that I was doing and and, like kept up that lifestyle for a long time. Yeah,
0: you very I functioning like it was, type yeah, of Yeah,
1: super functioning. I think cuz you were just like that's just kind of the vibe there. I mean you, you don't drive. Yeah. So, yeah, we have that going for us up there.
0: Yeah, do, were um, you why uh, abusing while you were at NYU? I think I think definitely
1: it was on that path. Yeah. I think the last year that I was in New York was when it got really bad. I kind of like threw my hat off of the, like, and I stepped out of acting for the mm-hmm. first time in my life. And I was kind of like, I'm, I, I'm mad. I'm going to do something else or just nothing at all. Uh. <laughs> and Like I kind of went down the deep rabbit hole of what that means. And part of it I think was for like this artistry. And then part of it was like, I was just in a bad spot, you know, and, and through it um, I gained a lot artistically. And also these answers that I was searching for of uh what happens if this happens and i stop you know caring um ultimately that world there's really nothing there it's just like empty you know what i mean it's it's sad to hear it for people that know me in today but that's just the reality and i'm glad that i was able to go there to be like yeah that's why i work really hard to not go back there right and so my friends are like yeah it's we're just having a drink, and I'm like, "That's great," but for me, like, it means the psych ward in Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> At the very least, you know, what alien I mean? runner
0: for president, a, yeah, here. an alien,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> People listening, you're like, "Man, they started off the interview in a darn I know. Place. I was
1: like, "Whoa," we were going, "Okay, here we go." We went, we went,
0: we went for the hard stuff first. I mean, it's out of the way, you know. I mean, it's all up from there, really. No, but I, I, I mean, I wanted, to, I was excited to talk about it because of my own journey. And, yeah, I saw you know, that.
1: I was really excited to see that you were on your own. Yeah, I
0: mean, but but and we're gonna wrap up a sobriety talk basically here in a second but sure. you know even though that i'm I'm back to drinking it's like gonna be so seldom yeah now. yeah yeah, yeah. Like, and I, like a beer here or a glass of wine there like on the weekends every now and then right uh, it's just I'm, the perspective has changed right entirely. and i
1: have tons of friends and family and i'm i'm an actor so i have a lot of friends that do a lot of things you know right. and it's also like they have like that's their life and there's no like oh gosh I have my own boundaries, you know what I mean, yeah. just as a human. But it's not that I look at that and judge it. I look at that and I'm like, yo, I respect that yeah. as this energy in my life.
0: There are tons of big actors that don't drink. Yeah.
1: Tons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For hey. me,
0: it just helps me keep
1: the things that I have to do and accomplish now. I'm like, I I couldn't add one more thing.
0: <laughs> you so know what I mean? So besides sobriety and besides acting, yes. what is one thing that brings a smile to your face no matter the time of day or what's going on?
1: Oh, man. Oh gosh, that's so many things. Um, I mean, if, for me, part of all of that is, is, is kind of just like a, a routine of like working out. Mm-hmm. I know that's like a, a lame answer maybe. No, no. Know. 100%. I mean, you're yeah, talking, i I feel like, I feel like um, I'm going to start
0: boozing with the seltzer water. Here. Yeah. I feel
1: like when I miss a couple of days of just like activity at all, mm-hmm. I'm like. What is going on with my life? Right, and then and then also I feel like when I'm working out and I've, I'm feeling really strong or like I I love cardio. I like to run, I like to bike, um, do all that kind of stuff. And so when I um, feel really strong in that, I'm like, "Yo, what happens if I have an injury? What am I gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> <Like> it's inevitable."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so up like, in this a isn't bed. the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Laying up in a bed for like six weeks and you're yeah. like just depressed.
1: Yeah, just be like, "What? Like I, I'm gonna have to go to therapy just." Or uh, the injury itself. Yeah. There's
0: there's something about, and I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm big into fitness. Yeah, worked out you know all my twenties, and now even that I'm thirty, still in it big. And yeah, there's something therapeutic about it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. When you
0: go and like, I'm a swimmer. I love to swim. Oh, nice. So when like yeah. I'm in the pool and I'm I'm feeling it and I'm you know yeah, I, I just I feel greater when I'm weightlifting. Yeah, yeah. yeah I you was, gotta,
1: uh, I did state swim team back in oh high nice spring. yeah. Yeah, it was super fun. Well, I just like swam for the high school. Our practices were like at 5.30 in the morning. Oh, gosh. I remember. It was like rough, it was brutal.
0: You know, there are now, um, uh, Wireless earplugs, earbuds you can wear yes. in the pool. Yes, I've I'm seen like, these. Where was that shit? Yeah. Right, exactly. Because that would have made because, it a lot easier. Because swimming is boring. <laughs> like it, I mean, it's just right. like you're just in your own head, you're like, ah, I'm just fucking swimming. And there's Something here.
1: about like the way the water compresses your head where mm. you're like, you really do feel trapped in your own mm. thoughts. You know yeah. what I mean? You're I've like, done some of
0: my deepest thoughts <laughs> yeah. while swimming. I'm just like contemplating like yeah. coming up with show ideas. So that's <laughs> like, how
1: I feel about that. <laughs> 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 and you did the pool, yeah. It's it definitely has that vibe to it If
0: you know it So when did you uh, When did you get interested In acting
1: Oh man I've been acting I've been acting Since I was a little kid um, <laughs> In my living room No I I remember like Watching the Disney Channel um, As a kid And and you know Atlanta was not What Atlanta is now Right um, And
0: And Disney isn't What it used to be
1: I agree At all I agree Yeah I remember watching The Disney Channel And I It was like I want to do that. So like, I would write, I don't know how, I guess I had like my parents email or I don't, I think back now I'm like, how old was I? Cause I remember like the house that I was in and I definitely was through AOL for sure. (laughs)
0: Good old aim.
1: Good old old aim. Um, And I wrote an email to like somebody at Disney and I was like, how do I get on the show? And I think that they like emailed me back. I remember like, I don't remember much about my childhood, but I do remember coming to my mom and saying, hey, I have to get an agent, and they're saying that LA is a good place to be for acting. And my mom just kind of, like, laughed because it was so that was such a crazy thing for her child to have an agent. Um, but yeah, that started back when I was a kid. I've always wanted to do um, what I'm doing now, which is crazy when you think about it. No. But yeah. I started doing plays, and I uh, did some productions here in Atlanta um, with True Colors Theater, um, Kenny Leon, and The Wiz specifically, and high school stuff and um there's this company called atlanta workshop players i did a tour show with them this was all pre-college uh, mm-hmm. pre-new york um and then i, I also played a uh yao ming in an nba all-star game commercial what? as a child <laughs> yeah yeah it was like turner broadcasting and i sucked i was like really bad at, at basketball <laughs> and i remember like as a kid being like trying to make the shot because they they're going to like image mirror the the kid making the shot as the real player was mm. making the shot and so I had to do this specific shot and I remember like they're like let's go again <laughs> cut <laughs> go again <laughs> I was so bad <laughs> I guess I was like the only Asian kid in Atlanta
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter if he has basketball skills he's Asian go for it we'll give yeah, him a shot exactly
1: <laughs> we'll cut it it'll make it work <laughs> yeah yeah too funny um, but yeah, and then I went to to New York and, um, and school at at Tish. For me, it was it was what I needed. It's like the whole world living together It was like, whoa, this is crazy. Hmm. Um, and I did mostly theater stuff there.
0: Now you jumped pretty far. What what made you go yeah. to NYU? I mean, yeah.
1: Well, t- I started at um uh, a conservatory in uh, St. Louis um after high school, and I was there for like one semester, and then I. I left, um, I, I, like was driving back in my car from Thanksgiving break and I was like, yo, I'm not going to be happy here for four years. I'm just not, I can feel it. And I was like, where do I want to be? I want to be in New York. So I just, I literally moved a month later to New York after my first semester. Wow. Um, I stayed in, uh, at, uh, Marymount Manhattan for credits, um, just to like stay in school, keep it. I like had this fear of like, if I leave school, I'll never come back. Cause you don't need school to be an actor. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like actually. Um, and so my parents were like, you can move to New York, but you have to stay in school. And so, and then that's when I started auditioning for like the actual programs there. Um, and that, that was being in the city was really when, um, it just kind of one my road of, of sobriety (laughs) officially commenced when that, um, we, there was very, very little responsibility and very little accountability, Mm -hmm. um, in New York at that time. Where I was just kind of floating around in you know, my early before I was even twenty one, you know? Um no. you go down to Leaker Street and get a fake.
0: <laughs> Which were <laughs> you uh, know were so easy to come by. So
1: easy, yeah. It was like does yours have the keys on it? <laughs>
0: it's Like <laughs> these little like key images. The things you know. get away with back in the day were it's great. crazy. It's crazy. I don't think you could do that now, honestly. There are so many things that. Out- how old are you? I'm thirty one. Uh, thirty-one. Yeah. So we're about the same. I'm, okay. I'll be thirty-one in June. Okay. So yeah, there there were things back in the day that were just so much easier to get away with that like now would never fly. It would never fly. Yeah. yeah. It's like simpler, better times. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm like, this is definitely fake. They don't yeah. care. You know. It's also there's a little bit more leniency in New York just because there's uh, you know, people aren't driving. No. Yeah. So it's like okay. So you had a you had a, a drink and now you can take the subway home.
0: And I think a lot of the times. They know the more hot girls they let in, the more guys that are going to come in, buy them drinks. They're right, not right. Really, they weren't really strict about it. I know in Athens, Georgia, when I was going to school there, like we all had fakes, but as long as they knew they'd let hot girls in and the guys come in right behind them wanting to buy them drinks, yeah. perfect business plan for them. Yeah, 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 <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. Makes so,
0: sense. So what was the hardest thing that you discovered when you got to NYU and really started on this journey of acting?
1: Yeah, I think— um, that's a great question. I think uh, I when I because I was in New York and I come with this mentality of like just do it, like just make it happen, kind of uh, mindset. That I when I got to New York and specifically when I started going to NYU, I wanted to do all of it. I mean, you have access to, you know, you can go on auditions, you can like make this thing happen, and there's, it's there's so much going on. Um, and so I had a I had a few sit downs with uh, some professors that were like do you want to be here and learn this thing or do you want to go out and do it? You know? And, and I was in an off Broadway show while I was at NYU and, and also hanging around people who were in the arts, but didn't have to go to school. And I was also young. So I was like functioning and like making it all happen. Um, And I would come to class kind of like hung over and really tired and, you know, it really wasn't, I really just wasn't focused. And I think that was one of those things. And, and, Schooling that I had to really decide: Do you want to be here in this program and kind of focus on the right things and then do that? And I think, you know, as a as a young person in the arts, like you want it to all happen right now, like you want it mm-hmm. to be immediate. You're like, this is my dream. I've been told to believe in yourself, believe in your dreams, and it's just gonna happen. And
0: then you're getting all these uh, road or bumps in the road yeah, or things yeah, you gotta overcome. Yeah. You're like, yeah. okay,
1: so I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna go to school to make that happen, but it could happen now.
0: You know, and then you can have that now. Why later?
1: Yeah. yeah, Why wait for it? You know. Um. And so I learned a lot of that just in in school and and being told and and then having to ask myself those real questions. Do you? Do I want to be here right now in this? And do I want to um continue to pay all the money (laughs) to this place, or do I want to go out and do it? And ultimately, I'm glad that I stayed because one, I did, but but two, I think having a college degree for me um no matter where i go in life has been really useful and helpful for all the other things that i do when i'm not acting
0: oh yeah i'll always say that like you know always i am always pro getting a degree yeah if you if you have the means like yeah, if you yeah. if you can have the grades or you can afford it like i understand if you just have no possible way of going but right. yeah a college degree always a good thing to have yeah just, um i do
1: feel like i was gonna ask you this before i came and then i was like well why don't we just wait here to, to this moment, but w- specifically this podcast and, and your interest in the acting community mm-hmm. and all that stuff.
0: Oh, so the podcast, yeah, I started on the side of my radio show on yeah. rock about May of 2017, and it started with Atlanta rock bands, like okay. a lo- local bands, yeah. And, cool. and I knew a bunch of them, so I'd have them on, and then I'd go emcee their concerts and drink a ton and we were just, it was just a massive party. And, I mean, luckily, nothing ever bad ever happened, but it was it was fun times. But I remember episode four was local actor Michael Cole. You ever heard of him? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I had Michael on and just changing it up to something different than yeah. bands. Yeah. And I, we had a really great conversation. And then I thought about getting more actors on. Time passed had more bands and more bands and more bands a couple of radio personalities <laughs> yeah and then I had Michael back on for like episode 40 something and he was like Jackson there's no one really here in Atlanta covering the Atlanta I mean the Atlanta acting scene yeah 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 like having yeah. them on getting to know on letting them tell their story sure. there are people that will write about it so he was like why don't you become the exclusive That's you so know awesome. yeah. podcast for it and then I you know I guess having being able to say I'm on rock 100.5 gives me some you know um what some, what's street, the word? Street cred. street cred, yeah. yeah, something like that. Just so, production
1: uh, quality too. You're like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah,
0: we're not doing this in my apartment. We're yeah. doing it in a professional. Which f-
1: could be fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong, but yeah, it does kind of elevate that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and so then I had I reached out to Rick Wrights and uh, he came in. Then Alex Collins, Mike Panuski, yeah, uh, yeah, you know all of them. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's really great. fun getting into it, and you know dubbing this the Atlanta entertainment podcast yeah that's awesome and it's downloaded in like 39 countries that's now so cool that's Which cool. i don't know why like uh bosnia <laughs> downloaded like a hundred times last week i'm like who in bosnia cares about what's going on <laughs> in atlanta
1: someone that's like about to move to atlanta you know what i mean <laughs> they're like How do you you probably you see what's going on in atlanta I'll check yeah. out this school
0: podcast it's acting like in atlanta and then, uh, you can really entice bands when you say, Hey, if you come, I have free beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, exactly. Man. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that didn't it didn't work for me. I had to go for the sparkling water. Dude, I'm, I'm, I don't really drink much on the podcast anymore. Yeah. Now I'm done. Now I, now I'm <laughs> done drinking on the podcast because while it was fun and like my, and the earlier in the podcast, we'd be, I mean, dude, we would be sitting here on <laughs> Sunday nights and be like. Oh, tell me about yourself, man. Oh I God, just hammered. Funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there was this one podcast we did in the first year. Uh, we got so drunk on it. And we were calling ex-girlfriends. I called them ex-fiance <laughs> oh on the podcast. I mean, <laughs> it was a hilarious podcast, but we would have made probably 60 minutes if we'd have been released because oh it was so God. bad. That's so funny. And <laughs> I, I, I've just, ever since I've done the sober challenge, I just realized the benefit of yeah, not drinking It's it. kind
1: of, I can, if I could like uh, relate in a present day situation, I did that the whole 31 year, yeah. this was a long time ago, but it was like, I stayed strict to it. And now I'm just like, Whoa, I understand like what I'm eating now. Yeah. I understand what this actually could be yeah. or not be. <laughs> as far as like my like consumption with food, it was pretty cool.
0: Um, uh, food tastes amazing when you're sober. Yeah, yeah, and it tastes absolutely. incredible. Yeah, and uh, I I really loved the benefit of waking up on Saturday mornings, and I would go to bakeries. Yeah, and, like you smell the baked goods. You got some <laughs> coffee, a croissant, <laughs> and then uh, hit the gym. It's great. Yeah. Crazy concept. But uh, a lot of people gave me shit when I was doing the sober thing because I would I would document it on my socials, right? My, okay. Yeah. And a lot of like my coworkers or friends would give me shit like, Oh god, there's Jackson posting again. You know what? That one, a lot of people reached out to me and would share their sober experience with me. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it influenced people. Yeah. And then that shows people's insecurities, Wes. I, I understand. I you know, know some people saying. are insecure when someone has self-control and willpower. <laughs> oh, fuck them!
1: Fuck them! You know, it's just perspective. It's I've, and I. This happens all the time with everything, including myself. And I'll I'll say it to myself a lot of times, but it's like my the way that I'm experiencing this is because of my own perception of what I'm going through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can only speak from from my experiences in my life. But I will say to your um to 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 go off of what you just said about the conversations. Of other people that like talk, you talk to them about sobriety, mm-hmm. and they want They people are like, it's something that I feel like maybe more so now, but definitely back in the day we just never talked about it. We never like that. It was a such a,
0: a a taboo thing to talk yeah. about, yeah. and
1: it was definitely never a thing that I like talked about in in New York or had friends that were doing it.
0: Yeah, it used to, like, so back in the day said, they're sober, like, whoa, you looked them yeah. like you were, they were weird. You know? Yeah, yeah. And now it's, it's, it's just such yeah. a, it's something I wanted to talk openly about, and the platform I have, if I could have an influence on somebody or, you know, somebody share their story with me, it was great. Like this one guy reached out to me, and he was like, Jackson, I've been sober for six years and have been really thinking about having a drink, and I almost had one before I came across your post. Wow. Because I was just talking about some of my own benefits of what I experienced. And yeah, yeah. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. If you could only watch one movie the rest of your life, what's it going to be?
1: Oh, shit.
0: Uh, I, I I do questions throughout randomly. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Don't make um, fun of me.
1: I, honestly, The Goonies. Really? I like The Goonies a lot. I know that's not the pretentious a great like, actor answer. That's just like my... It's
0: no Martin it. Scorsese <laughs> <film>. I <know>, am <laughs>
1: like, Dogville. Um... Yeah, I uh I, I there's something about it. I watched it when I was a kid and, and it's so adventure exciting and it it just it's you can see all the flaws mm-hmm. <laughs> like editing and like all the things that they did just to kind of like make this movie happen. It's just I don't know, it's very comforting
0: it was a great it's a great representation of what being a kid used to be like adventure and go you know possibly getting into trouble and now kids Mm -hmm. are so sheltered today like parents you know everything's so on the internet now you're afraid to let your kids go anywhere
1: yeah yeah it's crazy like when I was growing up go to the internet all that crazy stuff with that um what was it called that girl that would like post like she would like pop up on your kids do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it was like this video on YouTube oh. or something, that like crazy cartoon girl, and it would like tell kids to like kill themselves. It was like what? intense. Yeah, it was like parents were like, don't let your kids watch this video. And yeah, I live in Alpharetta, so I hear about all these things about kids because there's lots of kids there.
0: <laughs> Are you ever going to have kids,
1: Wes? <laughs> uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. I have nephews now, and I love them a lot, and they're great. Um, but I see their parents, my sister, and her husband, and I'm like, man,
0: it's a lot. It's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. They can't how just come to a... How pu- do
1: you do it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's such like giving up so much of yourself mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. Are you in the dating world? Do you date?
1: I do date. I am dating. I am dating
0: someone. Yes. Oh, you are dating someone? I'm
1: dating someone, yeah. you oh, could have yeah. mentioned
0: that. Uh, <laughs>
1: well. I'm dating someone now. Um, it's weird because I like, I definitely don't mind talking about it. I just don't know that I ever have talked about it openly like on a podcast, but I'm definitely gay. Oh, um, you're gay? I'm gay. Yeah. Yeah. No homo. But oh, yeah. Oh, you
0: didn't tell me that.
1: Yeah. Well, I just haven't like really like gone through it, uh, like, you know, in the in a form like this. Yeah. So it's all good. Like I'm definitely out to my family and yeah. friends and all that stuff. Oh. Huh. Um, but Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I would not have guessed that.
1: (laughs) You know, I think it's no. I made anything
0: bad by that. It's
1: just yeah. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That is definitely part of my story. Um. That that I think in the acting world, I think it comes. It's it's weird because I think it took a a little bit of um. Of what's the word? Um. It went from like a a place where like you're if you were like don't talk about it
0: in the entertainment
1: industry. Cause you'll never get cast and no one will ever believe you to play roles that are straight. If they know that you're gay, like that's just, that was like the thing I, I swear to you, Jim that
0: was, Parsons. That and was the Rochelle thing. And-
1: that was like what people would say, you know, yeah. that's what they would say. And, um, and then you go a little bit later in life and, and into the current environment and climate of the, the entertainment industry. And I think it's like celebrated. It's yeah. like, we need diversity. We need these things to happen.
0: Well, it's funny because in How I Met Your Mother, you know Neil Patrick Harris is gay, but even when I when I watch it, I see a ladies' man. I see I don't yeah. even think about the no, fact no, I that, know, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. I
0: don't exactly. even think about the fact that he's gay. I'm like Barney, Barney Stinson. That's yeah, the man yeah. right there. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it's something that I definitely battled with, like as a as a young actor, just because I was like, where do you, how do you do all these mm-hmm. things and be these people and not judge yourself and. And um, ultimately I think there's like the freedom to be whoever you are. Right. No matter what that is, as long as it's true to who you are, then that's fine.
0: You well, know? I'd say the industry is more, op- wouldn't you say it's more open? you I, I,
1: I mean, that is the hope. Yeah. And yeah. I'm also like, not like, you know, playing for lack of a better character, Romeo, you right. know what I mean? I'm like, Friend, ethnically ambiguous (laughs) friend next door. It's like Uh, hey guys (laughs) version of of in the the character in the story. But yeah, I uh um I I I hope that it's more open and more inclusive. And I definitely think that um networks and studios are looking towards casting people of you know all sexualities and all
0: colors. I mean that's not something you have to disclose though. Is that what you're talking about? You were fearful when you first started out is that something you disclose and like uh
1: i think it's like the it's like this line i think that people can cross or not cross as far as like professionally how do you present yourself right do you know what i mean like is that a fact or do you talk about it or do you not talk about it like does that matter um and ultimately the associations that i have with gay actors or what that means if someone were to know I was a gay actor or two or maybe delusions mm. of like what is real and what is not real, you know, what exists and what can I create? You know, do I have to be a specific person because
0: I am that kind of thing. So when you get out of New when you got, how long were you at NYU?
1: I was there from, uh, I was, uh, 2007 to 2011. And so then I, um, I was, I was in New York for like nine years
0: about. And you're still kind of back and forth in the markets.
1: Um, yeah, so I have, I, I, um, I definitely, I have a lot of friends in New York. I love, I love my New York people. I love my Atlanta people too, but, um, I really like, I like, I like that the whole world is living together in Mm. one place. Um, it's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm back and forth, but at the same time, there's so much good in Atlanta that I'm like, this
0: is incredible. Well, it's the number 1 destination for film now, I think. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. I well, I came back just to check it out. Uh, after my story happened, my family, they wanted me to stay for a little bit and I agreed. I wanted to go back to New York, honestly. And then I would go
0: back to New York. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you say that, but then when I'm there, I the word I think about the most is sacrifice. Like yeah. everyone is you're giving up a lot of other things right. you know, there's a reason people like leave they go and they eventually leave yeah. there's a very few uh i feel like there you have to have a lot of money to be comfortable there but yeah um and then it was just so busy here and i was like damn like yeah. i can't leave here <laughs> this is like this is this is the dream like and things are happening like for me and on paper that i just don't know like if that would be the case in another market, that's a lot more saturated.
0: So what was the hardest part when you got here? Like, you know, I think school is hard, but when you actually get into the business of entertainment, yeah, that's when you really discover the hard road and the hard truths and what it's going to fucking take.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it is, it is, um, it's a mindset. It's a lifestyle, you know, like there's, you just have to believe that, every little thing that you do is on the path to where you're supposed to go. Mm -hmm. Um, And then of course there are things that are, you know, there's like this, uh, this inner compass, if you will, of like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't do that project because that doesn't make sense for who I am and where I'm going. Or maybe I've already been there. or Mm -hmm. Maybe this looks sketch or, you know what I mean? All those things that you're like, okay, I have to follow that as well. Um, But when you start actually doing it, it is, you have to be ready at any time. At any place, show up anywhere,
0: whenever you can. Yeah, you, we were emailing, and you're like, it "Sounds good." Unless I get a job. Yeah, well, I was on.
1: I've been on hold for a couple of things, and so I was like, "I might not be here. I might be here. I don't know where I'm gonna be." Yeah. So it's totally, it's up in the air.
0: You. Know? Of course, we're all we're all crazy to get into the entertainment business because I mean, I, th- I think there's something innately wrong—not wrong, but something. So crazy about anybody that wants to do this because it is such a hard road and it's such a an up and down kind of business, hot cold
1: right, and I think it's I think the thing about it is that it conceptually makes it, it's easy to understand like, you like you're an actor, this is like or you choose to go down that road and then you have the audition and they pick you mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's it just seems easy, like you say these lines and then I can do that, and then you do you take a class or do a workshop you're like I can do that yeah and then like you get into the the actually doing it day to day and a lot of it's just patience and persistence you know I I see I've for some reason lately everything that I watch I see like a friend from school just like in it like main you know guest starring or series regular or, or what have you and I'm like man like they've been we've all been doing this for so long and now it's like finally happening.
0: Yeah. You're seeing, you're seeing people you, what you came up with actually doing cool things. Actually doing it. Yeah. It's 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 an awesome
1: experience. Yeah. Yeah, It's really cool. But again, it's been, you know, at least what, 12 years (laughs) Um, since we've really started, you know, pounding the pavement in the professional world. So
0: I always tell anybody that wants to go into the entertainment business, whether it's acting, singing, radio, whatever I go, understand the importance in the first couple of years of supplemental income. Yes. by like doing stuff on the side. Like this is not going to be full time, you know, yeah, pay yeah, all the yeah, bills yeah. for yeah. quite a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I read this book. I don't, maybe you've read it. It's called big magic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She talks about like taking care of your artistry mm-hmm. and, um, and like, you know, I'm never going to ask my she and her story. She's like, I'm never going to ask my writing to take care of me until I can take care of it or whatever. Um, this is the concept. And uh, and I, I always carry that with me since i read that book. But before of like not putting the stresses on that, because you want to be able to like um, kind of, you know, have income and feel OK. So when you get that audition, it's not like I have to book this. No, um, And I work with a lot of actors, too, in Atlanta. I run a, a acting studio. You run an city. acting yeah, studio? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You just leave out details. Like I just fucking like. Crazy, I know. Man. I know. It's been the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I come in here. Uh, I I'm consistently
1: about. doing this since I was a child.
0: <laughs> how much are you gonna? How much are you gonna bring up on this thing? You run an acting studio. What's it called? It's called the Working Actor Group. Mm. Um, I run it with um,
1: Lauren Hopper, who's an actress here as well. She came from L. A. So
0: we're like, kind of all on the same lines like Drama Inc.
1: Yeah, uh, okay. we're like a taping studio. We have like casting workshops. Um, we do classes and. I mean, sometimes we do headshots, you know, we're, we're trying to be like a working, it's called the working actor group. We're trying to be a resource. Mm -hmm. We are a resource for working actors in Atlanta, um, and other places. Um, but we're based in Atlanta, obviously. And yeah, it's, it's, um, I work with a lot of actors. And so when I, we we get into the room, I'm like, you're not going to like, you know, take that part-time job at night. And then take the other job during the day and be flexible and like totally change your schedule around to come into the audition room to take this audition and be stressed out about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're bending over backwards. You're trying to make this whole thing work and you're coming in and you're upset or you're stressed out or you're, you're, you don't care. I'm like, this is the one thing you've arranged your whole life to do. So you should care about this thing, you know? Mm. Um, So, yeah. So that's, and I, I, that's, you know, just something that I think about a lot. For myself, too, because I'm also working with a lot of actors that when I finally go in for my audition, I want to make sure that I put in the time and the work, too, yeah. you know, because it it's all even if it's not right. You know, so many people see that tape potentially and it just all leads to your reputation and how you keep moving forward.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I keep like I've, I felt like in my three years being involved in the Atlanta act or Atlanta rock scene that I'd gotten to know most of the bands, but I'm still like finding new ones. But now, since I've been having so many actors on, I get firm requests from actors all the time yeah. here in Atlanta. I'm like, yeah. there is so many actors in this city. Yeah. It's unreal. And like, they all want to be on the podcast. It's and I'm crazy. Like, it's there's overwhelming. There's so work here. Yeah. I mean, there's always- It's nuts. Like, I think it was Clayton Landy who said there's like 60 productions going on at any given time. Yeah. Yeah. And anywhere they can cast locally, <clears throat> even
1: if they're going to pull the guest star from LA or New York, um, they're going to look at your op- their, their local option at least. Um, Sometimes, not always, but Mm. it's like there's more opportunity happening. And and the casting world here is kind of small. It's not like L.A., you know, it's as as far as numbers are concerned. And you have to have a good reputation of, like, if you go to set, like, are you going to be ready (laughs) to, like, do the thing on this, you know, multi million dollar production of this movie? You know, is it going to happen or are you going to freak out or not show up?
0: And it's so amazing how the more and more I talk to actors, how long one scene can take to shoot. Oh, yeah. It's insane. It's insane. What like one a couple scenes can take yeah. a whole day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if you ever shoot a location, it's the, the amount of planning that goes into shooting that scene like in a public place mm-hmm. is insane.
0: <laughs> you were on Nashville, <laughs> weren't
1: you? Yeah. That was the first um, like bigger gig that I got when I was back here in Atlanta And I remember like shooting outside in Nashville and like um, the cops had like closed the street down and they had like, they had these tours happening in Nashville, like these walking tours and they like had to like hold them back and everyone's like waving and like trying to take pictures. and, And I look over and there's like all of the video village like waiting and I had to like run up into the scene and I was like, yo, I cannot mess up right now. <laughs> like there's just, just there is too there's too just pressure. no time for me to like be playing around. I really got to stay focused, yeah. you know? And, um, and then of course like after, and then you don't audition with that, you know, and that's another thing we talk about a lot at the studio is like, you don't audition for the running up and the, all the props and all that stuff. You just do the scene in front of your, in front of the camera and that's it. And so, um, uh, it's a it's a very different vibe, and you have to be able to like roll with the punches
0: when once, you, once you're there. Three wishes. What are they going to be?
1: Oh man! I
0: These know questions. I, I know. I know. These
1: questions. You do this every time. I, I change it up. I do it differently. <laughs> um, three wishes. Uh, um, uh, world peace.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 what is this a pageant <laughs> yeah it's, this, it's a this pageant, America pageant. I'm a, I'm,
1: this is my I'm just practicing <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> three wishes oh my god uh, uh, did it, you think this would be easy it's, yeah it's it's like it's like there are things that I want but there's nothing that I need and like the world's a mess <laughs> World doesn't matter. That's where my For thoughts sure. are. Um, three wishes. Let's see.
0: Richest um, actor in the world.
1: Yeah, let's do
0: it. Let's
1: do it. That would make things easier, but I'd have to give back a lot. Yeah, that would be like the deal.
0: Yeah, I I found out like the richest one percenters barely uh, like compared to what they should give. Right, don't
1: give anything. Right. Also, like the taxes. Yeah, they're like in that special bracket that doesn't exist.
0: Bunch of fuckers. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, one more wish world peace richest actor Oh my god i can't believe i said world peace um uh <laughs> i mean i
1: mean it but
0: <laughs> no no it makes sense i mean we all do want that we all want that
1: um um like i i think that after seeing that cirque show yeah. like i need the body physique of one of those like high flyers
0: oh dude yeah i mean i like i i
1: and I, that's like very, like, I I, I was like, well, that is like body goal right there. Yeah, yeah. That shit is crazy. Those
0: guys are so strong.
1: Like, in like real, like actual, like, not just like lifting, but like they can like move. Yeah. And they're like ripped. And I'm yeah. like, yo, that is like, that was... That's when I look in the mirror and I don't see that. That's like what I'm like sad about.
0: Like those those guys mean? are like holding their body parallel to the floor, but with fingertips. Yeah, they're just like, how the fuck are they doing that? Yeah, they're
1: like, look what I can do. Did you see my hands? Like they're floating.
0: And I'm like, what? And like, like when they when they do a handstand on someone else's hands, and like like someone's doing like this, the other person's standing straight up holding their hands. Yeah, and I'm like, how
1: how superhuman are you? It's crazy, and I'm like, wow, this is. That's a different level of fitness. I mean, I don't know. It's it's crazy, yeah. I think, because it's constantly, part of the gym is just because I like to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I like queso dip too much now that <laughs> I live in Georgia. They don't have it in New York, really. Really? It's, I mean, uh, maybe now at Chipotle, so yeah. like maybe, oh. but that... They didn't have that at Chipotle when I was there.
0: <laughs> I'm part of the Li community. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. Okay, no, okay, okay. So for this
1: guy, I mean, I should be. I'm half Asian, but
0: <laughs> but I'm not. Um,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I go to the gym just to eat at this point. But yeah, that would probably be the, my selfish third wish.
0: My uh, my r- really. My body goals, and this is, you know, no homo, but kind of homo. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like you're a guy I can joke with. Yeah, you know, you yeah. Can, you absolutely, mean, yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, I saw Ryan Reynolds in Blade Trinity, yeah. Yeah. like where he's handcuffed, yeah. and I'm like, I want to look like that. I want to look like that. <laughs> I used to look at it a lot of time for motivation, and then- uh, I
1: think it's not as homo if you want it for yourself mm. versus I want to look at that.
0: Yeah, I want to. I want I want to look you know in the mirror I mean? I, at myself difference. and see yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. There's a difference for sure. But
0: but then these people <laughs> that you see, like people that will idolize like actors and movies that yeah. have like you know amazing bodies. Well, you know what? Those people were getting paid millions of dollars to go to the gym hours right. a day and with had, trainers
1: who are like, eat this, don't yeah, eat this. and had someone
0: preparing their meals <laughs> yeah. for them. Yeah. You know, if exactly. you get if you said I'll give you ten million dollars for a film, I'll be in the gym all goddamn day if you want. Right, I won't leave. The gym. I won't leave. I'll, I'll sleep I'll, I'll on the mat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll sleep on the mat and hold the hold the, yeah. I'll Learn how to hold a. Have the
1: smoothie the girl send some smoothies over. Like I won't. I won't leave <laughs> ever.
0: <laughs> Until or like, you need me. Like some of these athletes, that you, I mean, it's the regular person can't do all that. Yeah. Like, you know, like doesn't have the the mom with the family. You know, yeah. doesn't have time to, you know. Go to the gym all the time. Did you see that Peloton commercial? You remember the yes, whole.
1: I I so this is another drop. I have a Peloton.
0: You have a Peloton, I, but
1: you can make fun of it all the time. It's it's hilarious. But yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, did you did you under did you agree with? I, I didn't. I mean, I can see where someone we live in a very offended culture. I know, I know that's the problem.
1: Um, I, I could understand both sides of the argument. I think because we live in such an offended culture, I think that. They could have been a little bit um, more strategic with how they played the commercial.
0: Yeah, maybe not had the wife walk down on Christmas morning, and the daughter be like, "Well, where's my present?" <laughs> yeah,
1: and also she she was pretty in shape when she started. Yeah, I think is part of it.
0: It's like, and then they're both sitting on the couch watching her journey. It's like they're sitting there with a bag of popcorn, and
1: yeah, <laughs> like they're about I, I to start think,
0: fucking to watching the wife.
1: Yeah, I mean, she made out well on that, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, she then went to yeah. Ryan Reynolds' gin company yeah, and did exactly. a commercial. They did she,
1: it like very quickly, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah it's crazy. Ryan Reynolds uh, retweeted me on Twitter last Christmas oh, and nice. I, I almost died. <laughs> I <laughs> bet. You were like, did you screenshot it? Oh, hell yeah. 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 Put it on my resume. It's <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well, exactly. on page two. Career accomplishments. Ryan yeah. Reynolds retweeted me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. His gin was actually really good, though. Yeah. Aviation gen. Yeah. Okay. But I don't drink liquor anymore. I, I stopped liquor um, yeah. several months back. Right. Like, I don't know. It's liquor, like for
1: me, like when I think about like those times when I would go to the bar, like there was definitely like a three day lag of like, oh, I have to get ready to like, go to school and like go to work. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't remember what happened between Friday night and like Sunday night. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Well, where would you, where did you work while in school?
1: Um, I, I worked at a couple of like restaurants in town. Um I had like odd jobs like catering and stuff and the basic on basic, yeah. the you basic bitch <laughs> you know
0: <what> <laughs> <laughs> I love it um
1: exactly that's exactly what I did yeah. and then even after like I had like my standard like nicer restaurant job mm-hmm. that you didn't you couldn't be in school to do you know um but but I think ultimately you do what make you do what what, what works I think when I moved back here before I worked at the acting studio um I co own the acting studio actually. But before that I I was working at a restaurant and because of my sobriety, I was able to like just appreciate the job itself. And mm-hmm. that sounds really like that's not the dream, but I was mm-hmm. like, it's honest work, you know, just show up, do it and, and leave. Don't have to make it such a dramatic thing. Yeah. In New York it was like, My life is over. <laughs> Every day my life just kept ending. You know what yeah. I mean? It was like, This is the worst. Um but then uh, and being, being in Georgia and also people were really excited that I was an actor here, which was a refreshing, um, space of fresh air because they, they were like, wait, you're an actor. And I'd be like, yeah, can I get off? they be like, absolutely. We got you covered. Like they were like cheering from the sidelines. And so like, it's like, oh, <laughs> this is different <laughs> in New York. Everyone's in New York. Like, you know, your coworker is like, you're never going to make it. It's too late for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, like here it's like. You know, that's so great. Let's
0: everyone buy a cake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I stuck my my foot in my mouth this morning. Yeah. So, me and Asia were at the Airbnb getting ready and she's about to go meet my dad, right? Yeah. And she didn't have any makeup on after she got out of the shower and she said, "Jackson, should I should I put makeup on?" I'm like, "No, nah, no, nah, you're good, babe. You look great." And then she asked me again, "Josacson, Jackson, should I put on makeup?" And I go, "Oh, maybe some eyeliner." And then she just like for the next 30 minutes puts on full makeup and it's like giving me the stare down the whole time. Like, oh my You God. son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she gets was... my humor though. So that's funny. Yeah. I don't know. Well,
1: you asked a second time, honestly. She's going
0: to, yeah, me. you kind of walked into it at that point. If you asked yeah. a second time, yeah, you're asking for it's it. It's
1: like, do you want me to like, what do you want me to say? You know, what's I the,
0: think. what's the one thing you want to do before you die? What's the
1: one thing you have to do? The one thing I have to do is I have to go to to Thailand, uh, which is my where my mom is from. She was adopted when she was six. I've never been, so she like grew up in Alabama. She's like this little southern woman that is full Thai. Um, and so it's a uh, it's one of those things where like I really wanted to connect with my family, um, in in that country with you know like my biological grandmother and and just kind of see their culture, um, just. Just because. And that's definitely something that I haven't done yet, but I
0: but I have to do before I die. Oh. For sure. Um, I would love to go to Thailand. I hear yeah, it's
1: beautiful. I hear it's amazing.
0: So how are you half Asian? Mom, which side? My
1: mom. My mom is Thai and my dad is like white.
0: <laughs>
1: well, you get a little racial there, man. Period. <laughs> you call it <laughs> Caucasian. Caucasian. <laughs> Northern <laughs> European. Northern Europe. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um yeah. Yeah, so that's uh something that's down the pipeline but um would happen sooner. I get fearful cuz as an actor you have to just always be available. Yeah. And as soon as I like I'm probably like the, what will happen is like as I'm like flying leaving the Atlanta airport, I'm going to hear I'm going to get the email like as I'm flying away like you booked. <laughs> <Series> <laughs> Your dreams regular. are about to come true. Yeah, you uh you you just landed a gig and you have to not
0: be in the air right now. So, <laughs> That's um, how it always happens, right? Yeah, I mean exactly I know my my best things happen when at the worst time sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's the, crazy. The old like. Yeah. What do I have here? Let's see. If I if someone gave you a million dollars right now, what would you spend it on?
1: These questions are hard cuz I feel like they're all like they're all like things that I um it's like money. I would just I wouldn't I would give I would give a portion of it away. Right.
0: donate Donate. it's only a million though come on to the kids to the kids (laughs) gotta give it to the kids a hundred
1: thousand to the kids i'll get the tax write-off so i don't feel like such a you know saint um um, you know i i would probably i'd probably like build a house like that feels like exactly what i want i feel like every time i move i'm like it's almost right (laughs) it's like almost what i want Uh, and so I would probably build a house and then I feel like I'm really boring. Uh, I would, I would do like open like a production company. That's a lot. That's a lot. I feel like I could do all that with a million dollars for sure.
0: What's your guilty pleasure food? Queso dip. Queso dip. Back to the queso.
1: Back to Mexican. I eat Mexican. I try to eat clean Mexican. Like, so let me be clear. I like Chipotle. Yeah. Cause it's, it's no sugar added. It's like pretty clean, (laughs) but I, I do like, I would eat it every day, like every meal.
0: Yeah. Good. So like, yeah. What's your favorite thing to do on the weekends?
1: Favorite thing to do on the weekends. Um, I, uh, I like to, um, go to the movies a lot. Um, I like to go, I always try to like do something a little bit more spiritually grounding on the weekends. So like a yoga or like a meditation because I just don't think about it during the week. It's kind of crazy. Um, so I definitely save that for Saturday, Sunday. Keep it
0: light. What uh? What projects are you working on right now? Or um, can you give the I details? can't. So
1: that's the thing is like Sons I can't. I know. I know. It's where's sucks. the exclusive access, Wes? It sucks, man. Um. Well, it's because I think Atlanta also has. Well, it's also just you can't. You can't talk about it regardless. Right. But. You know, Atlanta has a reputation because I'm sure you know this. Yeah, it's like a green city, so it's like you have to be careful. Yeah, you don't. Want, you know, um, so many good things.
0: But you are working on good things right yeah, now. Yeah, it's been good awesome. things are come for West Jetton. Jeton. Jeton. Yeah, it's French. It's French. Fucking French. He's Asian. He's white. I know. You know. There's so owns many an acting things. acting studio or runs I an acting. There's so many things. Jeton. Jeton. Yeah. yeah.
1: We should have maybe done like a brief briefing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, mine's not Heaton. It's Heaton. Heaton. No, I'm just Jackson Heaton. heaton. That no, makes sense. It's Jackson Heaton. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wes Jeton. Yes. I feel like you're fucking with me there. I'm not. I feel like this is a I'm massive really joke and I'm going to sound like an idiot. No. <laughs> what no. am hey, I? Hey, really Wes West Jeton. It's
1: Wesley Jeton. Jeton. Yeah, it's just think French. It's like, I think it's like derived from jete, which is like, you know, to t- leap no. in the air. Uh,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> all right. well, all right, Final question And then we're gonna wrap up What is w- One Career thing You want to accomplish The most
1: Uh I think I think it's to be A A consistently working actor Throughout my life I think like You can't decide We always say in the, At the studio Like you can't decide Like how it's gonna come to you As in like You have to do the work That's in front of you And you can't decide Like there's so many factors that ultimately put you into the role and so I think it's to always be working consistently um and and to have like a lifetime of work behind me that's like yeah you 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 did the deal (laughs) and to be respected in 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 that way of like yeah I can play all these different characters
0: Mm. what's a what's a a role you want to play the most
1: um I mean I would love to kind of like break more into the, the bad guy yeah. kind of sphere.
0: You um, have that look, like tough guy kind yeah, of look Yeah,
1: yeah. I really like those characters a lot. Um mm-hmm. I definitely would like to break into like the Marvel world as kind of someone I can see that. Yeah, rough. Mm-hmm. Um rough and tough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very cool man. Yeah, man.
0: Well I want to have you back on. Yeah. I mean, very soon. This is very cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank coming you so in. much for
1: having me. Yeah. Seriously, it's been great. Wes, Jetan, Jetan, You've been, uh,
0: damn it, am I saying it wrong? <laughs> no, no, you're, good, you're good. But you got to do one thing for me next time you come on my podcast. Yes. You got to wear something tight, baby. <laughs> you got to wear something tight. <laughs> Deal.